Hi everyone, so this is the first version of our Creative Cast. Um, this will be a regular series that will be hosted by myself, Chrissy Simonakis, um, as well as having some guests come and have a bit of a chat to you or actually do a takeover. So there's no music, there's nothing like that at all. Um, it's basically just me having a bit of a chat and going through some topics and subjects that may be of interest to you, my listeners. So, um, if you're listening from overseas um, or you're from somewhere other than Australia, then you get to experience my amazing and probably ridiculous slang and Australian accent. So, guys, thanks for tuning in. Um, Often my friends and family will listen to me. Uh, They're pretty used to me talking and having a chat. And look, if there are any topics or subjects that you'd like me to chat about, if you'd like some advice or some information, uh, look, you know, I'm really receptive to having people's feedback. And, you know, I want to be giving you guys feedback and information about what's relevant to you. I'll go into a bit of a history about creative little soul and how it started Um, a bit of my history and a bit of my background as well so where to begin it's a pretty crazy story Um, so I've been in the hospitality uh, entertainment industry probably for about 15 years Uh, I've worked in pubs bars I've worked as a door bitch I've worked uh, doing pretty much everything you can think of in the hospital industry so was never scared to jump in get my hands dirty and my dad's a chef um, so I pretty well never really had a choice I just you know was told one day that I would be waitressing my dad gives me a uniform and a shirt and I started so always had started working from a young age and had a really strong family background and work ethic of you know everyone gets involved and everyone helps so I, you know, started waitressing, then behind the bar, then in nightclubs and just had a lot of friends that were DJs and was into the scene. So over those years, started going out, worked at a couple of nightclubs, wrote for some magazines, wrote for the online forums. And I suppose, you know, over those past 10 years or so, uh, really focused working in the entertainment industry. And given that I'm such an organised person and I write really well, uh, you know, people were always asking me how I could do things and how I was so organised and how I could structure things. And all the venues that I ever worked for, you know, they were fixer-uppers. So often I'd come in, I'd put policies and procedures in place and, you know, change the entertainment, change the marketing. And I think a lot of my success in that was that, you know, I would put in the hours, I'd be committed, um, I'd get to forming relationships with people and also I actually really cared and and was really uh, involved. Um, The clubs I worked at, you know, went on to do some really cool things and I met some really awesome people and founded those relationships now. Um, Probably about 13 months ago, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. So a lot of people either know or don't know. Um, I suppose when you look at me, you can't really tell unless I'm having a bad day or if I'm walking. So... 13 months ago, went out with some friends, had some lunch, noticed that my feet went completely numb and this signal went off in my brain saying, what the hell is going on? This isn't right. And I actually was alarmed at it and said, hey, to my friends, you know, my feet are numb. This isn't right. So, you know, tried to shake it off, thought maybe it was probably pins and needles and then just got this really bad headache, um, really cracking headache and, you know, my vision was blurred and went home. So the next day went to the doctors. They said it was probably a migraine 
and got up the following morning to go to work, jumped in the shower, and when I looked down my stairs, my vision was a complete whiteout um, in my right eye. So, you know, alarm bells went off, went straight to the hospital, and then it was tests and lumbar punctures and steroids, and and it was a pretty crazy six months. Um, My vision is permanently lost in my right eye now, and I don't you know, at the time they were like, you know, maybe it'll come back and, you know, try this and try that. And it was just this whole process of having to realise that, you know, I'm probably never going to see again in my right eye. And, you know, if you lose your vision in one eye, um, you're more susceptible to that potentially happening to your other eye as well. So for someone that's so visual and someone that writes and, and reads, you know, that was probably one of the worst case scenarios that could happen to me. And I'm going deaf anyway from all these years of working in clubs. So, you know, to lose your vision um, and then, you know, you're, sharing, you're hearing shit anyway, um, you know, something kind of crazy happens. Um, I withdrew socially. I didn't want to talk to people. I didn't want to go out anymore. I was working heaps and I just noticed a massive shift in myself and I wasn't happy. Um, You know, I never had asked for this. I'd always done everything that I should have. Um, It was shit. I really felt sorry for myself. I was depressed and, you know, it come to a point where I just couldn't do it. Um, So I went to my doctors. um, They put me on antidepressants. And then after that, um, I was, I suppose starting to then be able to come to head with things and start to deal with things better and actually uh, address the issues. And, and you know, rather than being a victim and, and feeling sorry for myself, I had a choice to either, you know, live my life with all this regret and, you know, be disappointed in that I didn't get to do the things that I wanted and travel and, and you know, see those things and spend time with my family. Um or I could just sit there and feel sorry for myself. And I'm a pretty stubborn individual and that, you know, if I want something, I'll get it. I don't care sometimes how I'll get it, but, you know, I'll get what I want. Um, often I'm, I'm pretty stubborn and opinionated and driven and motivated. So my company, Creative Little Soul, probably was born about two years ago in that, you know, it was kind of a bit of a side project. It's to make some extra money. And so, you know, I identified that how my brain's wired, um, it was easier for me to have a side project where I could start doing things and, and using and channeling my creative energy rather than always quitting my job or, you know, challenging people and, you know, rather than staying at work and, you know, people weren't giving a shit about what I was doing or maybe didn't care as much as I did, that I would walk out the door when I was meant to and I would put my energy and effort into my projects because at the end of the day I was the one that was going to benefit from them so I was working 80 hours a week Um, you know I'd work weekends I'd work late nights I would be accessible 24 7 and you know my MS which is called relapsing remitting MS uh, just kept getting really shit Um, I'd lose feeling in my hands and feet I'd have you know lost feeling up to my knee it was just not a good time so when I went and saw one of my doctors, he was like, either change your lifestyle, eliminate the stress, uh, look at your diet and, you know, your general managing of your life. And if you do not make some changes, your degree- disease will progress. Um, and, you know, you're in your 30s now. It's not unrealistic for you to wind up in a wheelchair. And that was not okay for me. That was not an option for me. Um, I wasn't going to just 
sit there and let something that I could control uh, control me. So I had a few issues at my last job and I was just getting to a point where things had changed with the lockout laws and I was butting heads with people and, you know, I was on a wanting to do more, achieve more, aspire to be more uh, journey and, you know, they weren't. So, you know, something happened and it was just enough that I had been thinking about doing my own thing that... I decided that I had to take this shit seriously and I had to invest in myself. So that was when I decided to take a a risk and resign from my well-paying job um, to quit and invest my time in my business and to take that full time. So um, when I did it, so many people were like, oh my God, that's so brave. And oh my God, what are you going to do? And, you know, it was kind of unexpected. But I think for me, maybe being diagnosed with MS was maybe a bit of a fast forward that I needed to actually get my life on track and to start doing things for myself. I work so hard and I put in so much energy and, you know, 120,000% passion um, to whatever project I commit to. But too often it's for someone else. You know, I'm working back late. I'm being called on the weekends. I'm bending over backwards for people, but I'm not reaping the benefits. So, you know, it was a no-brainer in that I had to look after myself and my family and my relationships and, you know, this is what I needed to do. So gave four weeks notice, started building my client base, reaching out to people and was I shit scared at points? Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Um, You know, have I figured it out completely yet? No, I'm still learning. Um, I suppose there are sometimes times when my health does get in the way and I'm really forthcoming with all of my clients and anyone that I do business with because, you know, sometimes I can't get out of bed. Sometimes I want to sleep for two days. Sometimes I physically can't walk. Um, There are times where, you know, I can't justify tracking, you know, all the way across town to meet with someone for a 15-minute meeting if it's not going to be a benefit to me. So what I've had to do is really look at all the interactions and uh, people I want to do business with. For such a long time, I worked with so many people who, you know, wanted meetings for the sake of meetings and having coffee and, and stuff like that. So now that I have my own business and I have my own brand and my team and people that I work with, I'm so selective with people that I work with. Often a lot of people get shocked that for us to work together, we have to have a genuine connection. Um, And when I meet with you and when, when I meet with people, it's as much, you know, a first date or job interview for them as it is for me. So, you know, just because you have a ton of money and, you know, you want me to work for you, it doesn't always work like that. I've never been driven um, or motivated by money and I probably undercharge and, you know, sell myself short and do stuff for free and, you know, in nature I'm probably a kind and giving person and I just want everyone to do well. And when you have a business that is service uh, orientated versus actual physical product, um, it's hard to actually put a value on your time because you know it might take you 15 minutes or 20 minutes but that might take someone else four hours or they might not have the skills or know how to do that so I suppose one of the biggest challenges for me is actually putting a value on what I do and you know communicating that to people 
but also educating people as well. So, you know, the skills and services and investment that they make with us is actually an investment and they will get a return on that and we do get results. And often um, anyone that works in marketing or publicity promotions uh, especially in a hospitality perspective, will tell you that whenever a venue is wanting to scale back or they're trying to save some wages or hours, the first thing that they'll generally try and cut is marketing and publicity. Now, I would get into so many battles and so many arguments when this would come up because without marketing, publicity, promotion and coming up with promotional strategies, if you don't promote your venue when it's quiet, well then who the fuck is going to come when it's busy? Like, seriously this is just common sense and so often these people that would be dictating or making these recommendations were you know numbers people they'd look at a spreadsheet they were profit and loss wage costs stuff like that so they didn't have that creative mind they didn't have that bigger picture they were just number crunches and you know I would get so upset and so fired up that you know they would want to cut my staffing hours and I was already overworked and my staff were always overworked but yet they didn't see, you know, the bar staff, having an extra bar staff member on or, you know, just just ways that they could save without, you know, going, oh, we'll just do that. That's easy. And that often was a massive battle for me in my career because I knew it worked. I knew how to, how to make it work and, you know, I could see the results that it would get. Um, but often you were just, you know, going head to head with people that I just didn't get it or didn't want to listen to you. Um and often, a lot of the time, it was people would just argue for the sake of arguing. You know, a lot of my career, I've encountered people and personalities and um, if the, if I said the sky was blue, they'd say it was red. It was certainly red, no ifs or buts about it, red, red, red. Um, you know, if it wasn't their idea, they weren't receptive to it. If at any point I would give feedback or my opinions about ways I know the business could work better or improve and it was outside of my so-called jurisdiction, um, you know, it didn't count. So people often uh, were threatened by my personality and my opinions and um my drive and you know to get stuff done um and they would be they would think I'd want their job but you know what I was doing the job of six people um I had a team of four and you know we were doing above and beyond what everyone else was doing so I think the structure now for my company is that we work with people that want to work with us we have to believe in what our clients are doing they have to be passionate um and they have to love what they do um life's too short to work with dickheads life's too short to work for dickheads um if you don't like what you're doing if you're not receptive to new ideas or creative process or thinking outside of the box then don't work with us find someone else to work with but you know I can tell you that people when they meet me they either love me or hate me um Sometimes if they don't like me, first off the bat, they'll come around to my way of thinking. Um, and once they get to know me, they know that, yes, I am direct. Yes, I am to the point. Yes, I know what I want. Yes, I get results. Yes, I will be loyal and work for you and, you know, I'll go above and beyond. Um, but sometimes I, I suppose people take that the wrong way. So um, I guess... For me, I don't know how my health will progress or where it will end up, um, but I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking about making a difference 
working with people, helping small to medium-sized businesses, startups, entrepreneurs, which I hate that fucking word, uh, um, but I'll put it there for you guys, and also helping creatives um, growing up around and knowing a lot of musicians and artists and writers and painters and singers and stuff. I get that, you know, they're good at doing, but they're not so good at doing the other stuff that comes with it. Um, So that's why... You know, being creative but also being organised, um, I get that thought process and I get how they think as well. So that's why, you know, we work a lot with those people and, um, you know, it also allows us to, to be a bit more free thinking as well. So I hope that gives you a little bit of a insight into, you know, why I started my business and what I'm about. Um, I suppose the number one thing for me is that it gives me the flexum and freedom to work from home. Um, it gives me the flexum and freedom to not have to commute if I don't need to, um, that I can do what I love and I genuinely love what I do and I get to be creative and I get to be innovative and I you know, it's uncharted territory and there's something so refreshing in having your own business, especially in a creative services industry, because everything that's ever been done, you can change that. Um, You know, the things that you know work, um, you can do. If you want to talk and approach things in a certain way, we can, you can charge the prices that you want. And I I think one of the most rewarding things for me is, is that I can make the rules I can break the rules and I can work with people and you know we don't have a set pricing structure because everyone is different and people can pay you know upfront or in payment plans and, and everything like that we get that everyone's circumstance and situation is different and we're genuinely doing this to help people um and you know, there's something pretty rewarding about uh, having a career in an industry where you can do that. So, look, if there's um, more that you want to know about me, uh, you can always check out my profiles online. So you can head to my LinkedIn page. You can check out my Facebook. Uh, you can also send a question or query through the website. And look, these um, blogs and also these uh, voice series and and creative casts are more about you know us to tell you what's going on if there's a subject or topic um, that's relevant and our take on it and also just to share ideas and advice and we're always receptive and open to you know topics that you might like me to speak about um, you know if there's people you'd like us to interview and chat with um, and you know even if you've got a Q&A one night I would be totally okay um, and maybe we'll look into to that is you know maybe I'll jump online and maybe we'll do a chat and you know let's uh let's be maybe brave (laughs) and you guys can just ask me some questions for an hour and I will do my best not to get struck by lightning um while I answer them and my dad will probably disown me but look hey I'm all for doing stuff that's different and and thinking outside the square so look thanks for listening and if you want to inquire about our services uh hit us up and look leave me your comments and feedback I'd love to hear what you have to say about this. Okay, guys, thanks.